Here they come! Welcome to episode 19 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm flying Han Solo to waffle over the Iron Cannon scene in The Empire Strikes Back from standby Iron Control to Mark Hamill's voiceover that the first transport is away. Yep, I'm by myself because this is the shortest sequence covered so far on the show. Um, but it's easily in my top three moments from Empire Strikes Back. I, I easily can um, sit it alongside the asteroid scene and the whole Hoth battle sequence. We're going to go into an audio clip, and actually the audio clip starts a tad just before uh, the sequence. Um, just so you've got a bit more to listen to. So uh, here we go with the clip. Their primary target will be the power generators. Prepare to open shield. Sir, level ships are coming into our sector. Good. Our first catch of the day. Stand by, ion control. Fire. So we start um, with a lady by the name of Torin Farr looking up at that Lucite panel or whatever the heck that's called in, in a galaxy far, far away. Um, and uh, she says, as uh, Star Wars in character have pointed out, the one line that starts the Battle of Hoth, stand by, iron control, fire. And I love how just before uh, she says that, if you look in the background, there's a couple of guys in the background. They're just standing there and they're obviously waiting uh, for their cue to actually start acting. As soon as uh, old Torin there starts talking, um, yep, they start uh, doing stuff. Um, always makes me smile that bit. Um, reminds me uh, very much of um, back in the old days, early days of television where things were transmitted live and so you would get the odd uh, fluff like that. So she says her line, uh, we cut to outside and um, we see the ion cannon or the V-150 planet defender as it has uh, since been labelled. Um, and I love, again, uh, this is what I love about the original uh, Star Wars films. There's no backstories to, to, to any of this. Um, you cut to outside, you see the iron cannon, you see the iron cannon fire. There's no explanation, there's no description of what that is. I mean. I don't know how big that is. What is that? Fifty feet tall? Is it five hundred feet tall? Um, if it's substantial, how long have they been on Hoth to to make that and build that up against that cliff face? Um, just don't know. Um, just don't care. It's there. Um, you see it. Within a couple of seconds, it fires. And this is the moment. This is the moment that uh, really, uh, you know, is the reason for including 
um, this sequence. Um, the cannon fires and it's just an absolutely beautiful merging uh, of the visuals, the sound effects, oh, Ben Burt he was uh, top of his game there, and the music. All, all those three things laid on top and the way that fires and the old douche douche, just love it. We then cut to a transport leaving Hoth, it's coming towards us, gets overtaken by the bolts which again come towards us. Very uh, interesting dynamic uh, angle there. We then cut to the Star Destroyer. They slam into the Star Destroyer, which starts, you know, arcing with all its all its electrical disruption. Um, and the transport sails past, and then we cut back to uh, old Mark Hamill there, you know, saying that the first transport is away, and there is much cheering, which I think is good. I I, I think this is needed that. Uh, even though, as we later find out, you know, things aren't going to go too well for the rebels here. You know, they've they, they've been trounced in the Battle of Hoth, but now there is a chance that they're all going to get off. So, I think this little moment here of uh, a bit of uh, positive emotion uh, is a good touch. Um, that's it. Um, that is the sequence. Hence me just here by myself. So uh, we'll get into behind the scenes. The Iron Cannon setup is a bit of a rarity in Star Wars special effects in that it doesn't seem to be documented very well. Um, I think it's with Star Wars, I don't know if it was led by George Lucas or the ILM team, but they started documenting very uh, intensively, you know, the processes, the model making, the photography. So there's quite an archive of behind the scenes uh, material. But for no, for, the, for, for this Iron Cannon, there doesn't seem to be an awful lot. We, we have some descriptions, we have a couple of photos, uh, which I'll be putting up on Facebook. But um, yeah, there, there, there's not an awful lot about it, and it doesn't go into much uh, depth. According to Lorne Peterson, uh, the Iron Cannon was actually mechanised. Now, I'm a bit puzzled by that. When I watch the scene, the, the, the barrel, the turret, you know, pulling back and firing like that, it looks an awful lot to me like stop motion. It's got quite a jerkiness to it, and uh, yeah, it looks stop motion to me. But but by him saying that it was mechanised, I don't know if he means it was mechanised to facilitate stop motion, or it was actually motorised as well as mechanised, and it was um, filmed in real time. I don't think so. As I say, it's got a bit of a jerkiness to it, and um, I, I think what we're seeing there is a bit of stop motion. Which I guess is in keeping because you know earlier we've we've had stop motion tauntaun, so they they obviously had a um, a stop motion setup already there. So why not? Love the design of the Iron Cannon. Um, it's a curved shape, which apart from the Death Star, you don't really see curved shapes in the original trilogy. I know you do in in the prequels, but in, in the first three, things weren't really curved. I mean, you had, I guess you could call the Millennium Falcon uh, rounded, um, and it's got its radar dish, and you've got those those ball things on top of the Star Destroyer, but I can't really think of many other instances uh, in Star Wars where you actually get a rounded ball for a ship or a craft, you know? And I, and I, I am wondering, I mean, I've tried making rounded uh, ships and craft before and, and it's a right swine to do um, to actually put detail onto a curved surface a, a, a properly curved ball 
um, is really quite tricky. It's tricky to put panel lines on and keep them all lined up and looking correct. It's tricky to put details onto a ball. Um, there's only a certain size that you can go to before the flatness of the detail uh, becomes a problem and then you've got to like sand the bottom to get it fit to fit. So I don't know, maybe that's the reason, maybe not. Looking at uh, behind the scenes photos of the Iron Cannon in, in situ, it, it looks to be about, I don't know, a foot, 18 inches wide, something like that. Um, and it's set on a tabletop landscape. You've got uh, obviously a painted backdrop sky there and you've got the cliffs just behind it. The cliff face was made from urethane foam which was then fronted by a very simple uh, trick is if you get lumps of coal you can take moulds off of uh, coal and, and cast new pieces. Um, coal has an incredibly fine texture and so yeah it, it, it's quick it's cheap and the fine detail means that you really you can use these pieces that you've cast on on pretty much any scale thing that you want that again that's about it um the only thing i'll say is i've, I've seen and that they, there are on youtube you can see where folk have rejigged this scene um you know they've put in uh more x-wings they've put in um, um x-wings being destroyed etc uh, etc et but no 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 you don't you don't need it this this scene works perfectly perfectly just as it is you don't need to tweak it you don't need to special edition it or anything no no it works fine absolutely um, as it is and so with that said I'll go on to a rating and it's not really going to be a surprise what I'm just gonna rate this it's just a total and utter classic of a scene where the miniature work the live action the music the editing they work to perfection and because of that I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 and with that out of the way uh, that's the end of the show um, sorry it's a short one this week but I, I wanted to include it as I say it's one of my most favorite Star Wars moments of all time and um, I wanted to include it so uh, there you go promise next time it's going to be a bit longer thanks then bye bye Thank <laughs> you.